Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today, what I'd like to talk about is I'd like to talk about four common motivators for entrepreneurs. Why entrepreneurs are motivated to be entrepreneurs. What are the perks? So I'm going to be going over that today in this video. I think um, this topic is going to be really cool because I'm going to be looking at uh, some information from an online source that I got when I decided to do some research about this. Because the truth is, we all have different reasons and motivators as to why we do everything, right? So there may be someone that's going to school because they enjoy the interaction with their peers. And someone else may go to school because they're really focused on learning this specific subject. And someone else may go to school because they want to get out of the house, right? So just as an analogy, everyone has a different reason as to why they do certain things. So by no means am I saying that these are only you know, the only motivators that there are as far as what a lot of entrepreneurs are driven to entrepreneurship for. But I do think that it's an interesting topic because the four motivators that I found online um, are pretty much, I would say, accurate for a lot of entrepreneurs that I've worked with via consultations and my mentoring program, and also me personally. So if you wanna know what those motivators are, what motivators I found online and that I resonate with, be sure to stay tuned. Go ahead and share the podcast, share the podcast on your social media, share it with a family member or friend, or turn the podcast on when you're riding in the car with someone. Let's spread the news. Like I mentioned in so many podcast episodes, sharing the podcast does not only help this podcast get exposure, but it also helps to promote the entrepreneurs and the businesses, products, services that have been featured. So let's do our part with growing this entrepreneurial community. I am going to give you a moment to do that and I'll be back in just a moment. All right. All right. So I am back and today we're talking about four common motivators that tie entrepreneurs to entrepreneurship. Okay. So I did get some of this information that I'm going to be going over in today's podcast from a website, blogs.ubc.ca. So first thing that I want to go over is control, okay? So when I initially read control, I'm like, did I get into entrepreneurship for control? And I kept thinking to myself, that is a perk, you know, that is a perk. And not to necessarily control everything in regards to entrepreneurship, because there are a lot of factors, variables that I don't control. You know, I don't control someone's final say-so as far as if they're going to purchase a product of mine or a service. I don't control how much money I'm going to make. Now, I can do different things and put different action plans and, and steps into place to set my business up to be the best it can be financially. However, at the end of the day, I don't have a say-so on how much I make at the end of the year. If I did, I would say, okay, this year I'm making a million, that's gonna happen, right? So there are some variables that I don't control. You know, I don't control um, who's going to see a certain ad on Google first. I don't have that type of control. However, when I looked on the website to get a more in-depth idea about, you know, what others are feeling about control and why that's one of the main motivators within entrepreneurship, they went over things like 
having the final word on important decisions with your business and how to develop and shape your business and uh, to be the ultimate boss where you don't have to report to anyone. So some of those things are definitely perks with entrepreneurship. I'm going to touch on the first point um, of having the final word on important decisions with my business. This is something that I truly enjoy. I have been in corporate America for years and there would be times that I would have different ideas and I would want to do different things to make my job either more efficient to help my customers in, a, in another way that I saw beneficial, or to maybe even change a process that we were doing that I felt was outdated. And I would be told on more than one occasion, Brittany, hey, I appreciate it, but we're not here to reinvent the wheel. Meaning, yeah, I, I appreciate you taking the time to think about other processes, but hey, I just want you to do what it is I hired you to do. Okay, not to think of any other processes or not to think of any other more efficient ways for you to do your job. Just do what it is you were hired to do. And so although I can understand that because I respect business in every aspect. So if I get hired to do a certain job and that person that I'm working for is saying, hey, I don't want you to go above and beyond this. This is just what I want you to do. This is the border of your job. I can respect that. But I can also want more for myself. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to use more of my creativity. I wanted to be able to use more of my skill set. I wanted to use more of the gifts that God blessed me with to help others. And I wanted to find a way where I could live off of that because I wanted to spend a lot of my time doing what it is I love doing. So if you think about it, if you are living life and you know there are things that cost money, you know, it's inevitable you're going to spend money. You can't get around that. So if I'm going to need to spend money, then obviously I'm going to need to make money, right? And if I'm going to need to make money, then I want to be able to do something that's going to help me make the money that I enjoy doing. But I don't want to have to necessarily work every single day for every single dollar. And when I mean work, I don't want to have to get up and do something every day for me to get paid. I want to be able to do some things today that will generate money for tomorrow. I want to be able to do some things today that will still have money generating next month, next year. So that's when I started thinking more about mobile money. That's when I started thinking more about having multiple streams of income. That's when I started thinking of having different ideas and different segments of my business because I wanted to be able to make money regardless regardless if I made it to the post office or not, regardless if I made a, a, a hair sale on my website or not, I still wanted to get paid. And so I started using my creativity and I started diving deep into some of the skills that God blessed me with to find out what else I could do, what else I would enjoy doing that could also make money. Because in my opinion, when you're doing something that you enjoy doing, that you're good at, it doesn't feel like work. For example, like when I'm recording a podcast, yes, I know I'm working. When I'm recording a YouTube video, I know I'm working. When I'm working with another company on a sponsored idea or post, I know I'm working. But it doesn't feel the same as me going to some of the nine to fives I've gone to before, clacking in and not being able to do what it is I loved, if that made sense. And they also went over different control factors, right? So you have um, the control of selecting who you work with. So who your staff is going to be. Are you going to be a one man's business? Are you going to have a business partner? Who is that business partner going to be? And things like that. I used to work with someone and he was very, very knowledgeable, right? And I used to think, wow, like he must feel very secure in his place of employment. Because one of the things that I used to struggle with when I had a nine to five was the idea that I was replaceable. So if I didn't meet my sales quotas or if I missed 
more than three days or if I was tardy more than two days, I would be nervous that my job was going to be taken from me. So there would be some times where my family or friends wanted to go someplace and maybe they wanted to go on a like trip overnight or buy something. And I would be hesitant because I'm thinking, hmm, like, can I spend this? Because if I spend this and I get fired tomorrow, will I have enough with that last check that's coming to pay all of my bills until I found something else? And so just thinking like that, it conditioned me to start thinking differently and preparing to not have all of my eggs in one basket. And that's what I want a lot of people to learn. And that's what I, I enjoy talking about in my mentoring program. If you are interested in being mentored by me or having a business consultation with me, be sure to check out my website, which is badchickhair.com. It's B-A-D-C-H-I-C-K-H-A-I-R.com. But I want people to start thinking about that. Back to my story, this man that I worked with, he was great. He was knowledgeable. He had been at the company for years, literally years. And um, he even had more knowledge than our boss. We had the same boss, but he had been her mentor when my boss started. So he knew a lot of things. He was training people. I just felt like he just must felt, you know, really great when he went home because he should have been secure in that position, right? And I remember going to work and you know, just being around for our meetings and my boss telling me, hey, so-and-so is no longer with the company because it's not a, I show, it's a we show. And she didn't get too far into detail, but that's what she said. And she said that she had let him go. And I was thinking like, oh my gosh. And I remember having to ask, I said, well, hey, you know, how does this process work? Like if, if, if it was me, would I be given a notice or because I didn't want to just lose my job on the spot. And so just knowing that when you are working a nine to five, you have a limited amount of control, even to the point of your position. Like you can do the best that you can do each day, but you don't control what that company's size standards are going to be. You don't control what's going to happen to the future of that company. So if that company decides to downsize, if that company decides to change their owners and that the owner decides that they don't want to run that establishment anymore or they want to change up a lot of things with the establishment and you're included in one of the changes, maybe they want to take you down a part-time. Maybe they want to change your pay. Maybe the rage you've been expecting isn't going to come. But those are some things that I used to be worried about. Now, in no way, I say this every time I touch on a nine to five, I'm not saying don't work a job. I don't have a problem with any entrepreneur that decides to work a job. But as far as looking at the perks with entrepreneurship, I don't worry or wonder if I'm going to have a place in my business. I know that each day I get up, there is room for me. I know that I, there is a way that I can make money. Now, I do think about platforms. So what if this certain platform, what if YouTube no longer is, is is here? Will I still be able to make money? So that's where I have the thoughts of multiple streams of income because even if YouTube is not here, God forbid, I still wanna make money. I still wanna be able to make an impact. I still wanna be able to connect with people. And so again, that goes back to the mindset of having multiple streams of income. Now, the second perk is freedom, okay? And when I looked at that website, they went over some freedom examples. So to be your own boss, to set your own hours, to work independently, to be creative. Some of the same things that I talked about. Now, when I think about freedom, I think about my family. It is so liberating to be able to 
not miss any parts of my kids' lives. Meaning that when I was working a nine to five, there'd be a lot of moments that I could not partake in because I had to go to work. There'd be a lot of moments that I regret missing. And I would regret in that moment too, because I had to go to work. And so now knowing that I have the freedom to work and still be able to, to be mobile and move where I need to move is such a great feeling. I literally can answer an email that's going to generate a good amount of money while I'm at my son's basketball game. I can literally be on the way to church with my children and drop off a hair package or have a hair package waiting to be dropped off tomorrow that I know is going to generate me money. I can literally make a YouTube video in my car outside of the grocery store with my children with me <laughs> or a vlog with my children with me. So the need for childcare, the need for, um, you know, someone to be there to watch my children, it, it kind of dwindled away. Now, I'm not saying that there's not times that I um, don't need time by myself to handle business. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that I do appreciate and I'm grateful for the freedom of me being able to set my own hours and do what it is I need to do in order to not only be my own boss, quote unquote, not only be an entrepreneur, quote unquote, but to also be a mother and to also be active in my friends and family's lives. The third, the third point was uh, impact, okay? And they had some ideas listed, um, like to build an innovation that will change the way people do key tasks, to bring about positive social change, to create jobs for people. So I resonated with that too, because one of the reasons that I started my salon um, when I had my salon, Bad Chick Hair Salon, was because I wanted to create jobs. I wanted to be able to help those in need of employment. And I also wanted to be able to live out my dreams as far as creating a establishment where I didn't have to necessarily come in at a certain time and I would have freedom and flexibility. Now, I talk on my YouTube channel about how that ended up working out, but I transitioned my uh, salon business to working completely online. Again, if you want to learn more about how I did that, check out my YouTube channel. I go over that in my business playlist and also in my hair business playlist. But I enjoy seeing the impact that my business provides. When I was in the brick and mortar location, as far as my salon, and also now that I'm completely um, like virtual, I'm just online, I still enjoy the impact that my e-commerce store has to others. There are people that write in that thank me for sharing my information on YouTube, um, that thank me for offering my services that I do online, that thank me for providing good quality extensions. And so I am making a positive impact in a lot of people's lives. And I enjoy doing that. I enjoy being able to teach others how to make money. I enjoy being able to share my testimony in hopes of empowering and inspiring other people. And so the impact to me is so amazing with entrepreneurship because it's it's beauty and not knowing everything and learning along your way so that you can find different ways to become more efficient and not just you but hopefully those ways and the lessons that you've learned can touch someone else that may be struggling with the same area or with the same issue that you are struggling with. So my opinion is all about helping others. It's all about growing. It's all about working together. That's why in the beginning of the podcast, I always say share the podcast because that's how you grow. 
helping other people is how you grow. And so often we get into mindsets and our mindsets can be selfish of just, you know, okay, what can I do so I can grow? Not realizing that whoever you help, it's going to come back to you. What you put out, you get back. And so I've seen people that have been so stingy with helping people, like they just don't want to help at all. And I've seen them stay stagnant, like not grow at all. And so it really takes someone that's genuine with a good heart. Now, I'm not saying you have to give all of your knowledge away for free. I'm not saying that at all. So in my opinion, it's all about helping others. It's all about growing. It's all about each and every one of us becoming our best selves and not just becoming our best selves for the benefit of saying, hey, we're better, but also for the ability to reach back and help those that are wanting to become their best selves as well. Um, the next key point, this is the last one that was listed is wealth. Um, so some of the examples included to accumulate uh, money over you know your lifetime, to never have to worry about having enough money to be able to buy what you want when you want it, to have a fancy house and things like that. Now I do want to speak on a couple of different points there. With entrepreneurship, I can say that one of the common myths is that you're going to become rich overnight or rich in the matter of a few years. And although everyone has their different definition of what rich is and everyone has their different aspirations of how much they want to make with their business or what they expect to make. I do want to be rational and I want to be realistic and let people know that just because you start a business does not guarantee you a key to the millionaire lifestyle. It does not guarantee you a fancy house. Now, these are things that you can work towards, but what people find out a lot of times with jumping into entrepreneurship is that they had a false expectation and because they expected to jump into entrepreneurship and immediately get rich, and they expected to jump into owning a business and be able to purchase the G-Wagon right off the lot. And that doesn't happen. People become disappointed and disengaged with the idea of entrepreneurship a lot of times if that's the reason that they got involved. Now, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy being an entrepreneur because I enjoy being able to make money doing what it is I love doing. I enjoy being able to not have to wait for someone else to give me a raise, but being able to have more control, like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, over what I do and what plans I put into place to help my business grow and generate the money that I'm wanting to generate. However, with a job that is consistent money, with entrepreneurship, it may not be especially starting off. So I always recommend don't go into entrepreneurship with the idea of only going into it because you want to be wealthy or with the idea of going into it because you want to purchase this fancy house next year. Yes, have your goals, but have something that's deeper rooted in why you're doing what you're doing. Even if I don't make a dollar today, I enjoy thoroughly what I'm doing. I find fulfillment in what I do. I enjoy working with other people. I enjoy speaking about my experiences. I enjoy wearing different hair extensions. I enjoy creating content on YouTube. I enjoy creating podcast episodes. So yes, all of that together plus more helps generate the income through my entrepreneurial journey. However, I'm not in this just for the money. I also find fulfillment in helping other people. I find fulfillment in people reaching out and letting me know how their business has grown based on the information and insight that I've given them. I am pleased and it's my pleasure, honestly, to share what it is I've gone through and to help others 
not make the same mistakes or to help others learn to, uh, how to pivot their business. So I want you all to be encouraged and to always think outside of the box. I thought this was like a, a cool topic to go over because I can resonate with these topics. And I think a lot of people that jump into entrepreneurship can too. Um, I normally have five points, but with the fifth point, I want you to think about what specifically that I didn't mention that has you motivated to start your entrepreneurial journey or to stay committed to your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to share what makes you committed to your journey, what makes you committed to your business, I'd love to have you on the podcast. I'd love to talk to you about why you have stayed committed, what motivates you, what drives you. And um, I'm sure the listeners on this podcast will want to hear your story as well. If that's you, I'm speaking to you, be sure to reach out to me via email. My email is the letter B talks, T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. Please also check me out on social media. I am on YouTube at Brittany Bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y, Bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Facebook, Brittany Bundles, Twitter, Brittany Bundles, and Instagram, Brittany underscore Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.